Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I got grocery delivery for the first time last night, and it was fine, but I didn't like their avocado choices. Gotta pick your own produce. Just because I have a new 2020 forehead wrinkle doesn't mean you can call me ma'am. Oh, I hate that. Wild woman on the loose over here, Heather, because I just bought garden shears. Look out, world. Isn't it funny how you can miss things that you never liked in the first place? It is. Have such a good day. internet and beyond welcome to have such a good day the show that wants you to do just that all the planets in the universe listen up That's because right. here yeah. at have such a good day what up martians <laughs> we try to laugh at our anxiety right sarah <laughs> because what else are you gonna do besides lay awake at night sweating we search far and wide for the humor and irony in the everyday life slog and yes i have night sweats too sarah oh man isn't it funny i uh I I go to bed sometimes and I try not to leave the heater on too high mm-hmm. because, well, first of all, I don't want to waste energy because I'm under blankets, but it's like there's a perfect temperature where it's like it's kind of cold in the air, but not too cold. Mm-hmm. And I never quite get it right because it always depends on what I've eaten the night before. Mm-hmm. You know, did I have like a glass of wine or, you know, just kind of stuff that screws with your temp. Yeah. How do you know what makes you sweat? Because I'm like, am I hot? Am I just, do I have too many blankets on the bed? Or is it a hormone thing? Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if the heater's kicking on in the middle of the night. It's all the above. I know for me, sometimes I'll be like, I'm hot. And I'll kick a leg out Mm -hmm. of the blankets. And that helps so much. And then half an hour later, I wake up and I'm like, I do the same thing or I get I I have like a weird dream about a spider biting my toe or something and I like freak out and pull my leg back in see I don't like to have I like to kind of cover things like I I make sure I cover my ear um, because you know I maybe seen too many science fiction movies with critters least amount of exposure possible yeah (laughs) I mean it's a little over the top but when I was a kid you know when kids are afraid of monsters Mm -hmm. you know under the bed or whatever I was never and some kids, you know, like want to cover their eyes and stuff. I was always covering my ears felt way safer. Oh, yeah. Because I felt like I needed I needed vision just in case something terrible happened. But I didn't want like a, 
a crazy sound Mm-mm. to like scare me because I hate that mm-hmm. more than anything. So yeah, to this day, I mean, that's part of the reason I wear earplugs at night because yeah. I'm just like, it just makes me feel safe. Me too. And I even pull the cover over a little bit or, or even my eye mask and it really does make me feel more secure. And it's not just about like, I'm not that par- paranoid about a critter, but it's still there. Yeah. There's something about closing off your ear. It's like the passage way to your brain. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and like loud noises, whatever. Yeah. Hey, y'all, if you're joining us for the first time, I'm Sarah. <laughs> and I'm Heather, and we uh, like to have meandering chats about life and we bugs really and whatnot and earplugs. and But we, we try to look on the bright side things here at Have Such a Good Day. We so we're trying to help you guys to help ourselves have a better life and, and laugh at our trials and tribulations. And as 2020 draws to a close, uh, you know, we, we still got a little bit of time left in the year, but can't come fast enough. <laughs> um, it has been a real doozy. It really has. And I cannot believe Christmas is next week. I mean, now I, I always call it Xmas and that name <laughs> has never been more deserved. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, uh, I have, I have, you know, some friends who don't celebrate Christmas, but definitely celebrate the holidays in, in some fashion. Um, some people don't celebrate at all, and that's cool too. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm. It's going to be a weird holiday, and I try to think of well, what was I doing last year? Because I had just moved up to where I live now, and so I was relatively new coming into this part of the year. Mm-hmm. I'd only been here for a couple of months, maybe not even. Yeah, more or less, and getting my bearings and it was cold and you know and I'm running a you know Airbnb and doing all that stuff and it just seems like five years ago rather than a year ago no total time warp this year I mean it's like it's usually being an adult there's a time warp anyway but this year is even worse I mean also the fact that the sun goes down at like 4 30 the days are so short I feel like I'm just like rushing to like go to bed all the time like I'm like oh I'm up again and then it's over again and then I'm up again and it's like total groundhog day it really is and I I've kind of found (laughs) we're getting off on a tangent already but I have found that that's what we do it'll be about 9 15 mm-hmm. and I kind of look at the clock like is it can I just go to bed it's been <laughs> dark for hours I've eaten dinner you know I'm kind of like hmm, trying to like find something to watch on tv but not always in the mood mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't want to read because I'm kind of tired yeah and I and it's sort of like all right well let's pack it up and same. then I'll just get up early in the morning you know what does it matter it's funny I do the same thing sometimes I'll just kind of do some of my my little uh, iPhone games. I told you my new favorite is that spelling bee. I'm really into that. So that's sort of my my go to right before I go to bed. Cause yeah, I don't I don't really love reading either before I go to bed. I'm just too tired. Yeah, I mean I love to read, but right before bed is the worst time mm-hmm. for me. I I'm a like I'm a great reader if I'm like ooh. It's Sunday morning and I don't have a ton of chores mm-hmm. to do. I'm going to sit down and read for a little while. Yeah. That's my golden time. If I do it right before bed, I'm just nodding off. Even if I like what I'm reading, you know, and then you got to like go back. Yeah, I'll read like a quick story on The New Yorker or something like on my phone. No big deal. But yeah, if, it, if I'm picking up a book, I'm just, it's a little daunting. Yeah. So how's your week been, Sarah? It's good. Spe- speaking of uh, shows to watch. So... I am, I, you know, I, I'm very much a cord cutter where I pick and choose my series and I really like the ones that I watch and I'm, you know, all into the Mandalorian and, you know, I watch Queen's Gambit and, and, you know, various other stuff that, that almost always gets 
floated to me by someone who's like, Sarah, you're really going to like this. Mm-hmm. And often I hadn't heard of the shows before. And so that's kind of the way that I watch TV now. But for Daily Tech News Show, which is another podcast that I host, I'm doing a three-month uh, review of one of the uh, cable TV alternatives, which is AT&T TV now. Hmm. Gosh, I think I'm getting that right. There are so many nomenclatures now, but it's sort of like a YouTube TV. It's something that it's it's internet only, mm-hmm. so you don't need a cable subscription, but it mimics, you know, there's live TV and there's uh, sports I think and I've seen that on my Apple cable TV. networks. Yeah, but yeah, there's, there's an, an Apple TV app. Yeah, okay. That's how I that's how I I use it. And I it's funny because I'm supposed to be reviewing it, but I find it's a challenge for me because I'm so used to being like, oh yeah, I don't have that. I pick and choose my stuff and I seek it out depending mm-hmm. on what network it's on. But the other night I was kind of just out of stuff, you know, and I'm like, I can watch like my stupid reality shows, but I'm not in the mood. Mm-hmm. I'm just not in the mood, you know, of stuff that I kind of had like, you know, on the docket. And so I was like, yeah, let's just like see what's live right now. Uh, you know, it was, and I'm kind of looking at cable news and I'm like, ah, it's just, you know, too much politics for me. It's too late at night, you know, and just it, it'll just like put me in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that. And network TV is so strange to me. I, I don't even know what to watch on network TV anymore. But on I think it was like TBS or one of the cable networks that shows a lot of reruns. It was just like a whole block of Friends episodes. Nice. Yeah. And Friends is one of those things where... I talk about this with people all the time because I have I have friends who are either, you know, more or less the same age as us or a little bit younger who are like, oh, yeah, I've never seen that show. And mm-hmm. I'm like proud that I've never seen it. And I'm like, OK, I mean, whatever. I'm weirdo. I, I definitely watched it when it was on TV yeah. or, uh, initially. But I've also I, I love it because it's so 90s now. Yeah. It's and, very dated. You know, I liked all the characters and like it was like a cheese ball show in many ways. But it worked. But I really cared about the characters yeah. and like Jennifer Aniston is my favorite person ever yeah. and the whole thing. So I was like, oh, let's just like watch some reruns because I don't do that very often. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really troll Netflix for stuff like that, even though I know a lot of people find that all, you know, really important. Like, oh, yeah, you got Seinfeld, you know, yeah. the the whole There's just so much new back stuff catalog watch. and stuff. Yeah, but I was watching it, and it's funny because I have seen Friends. I've seen all the episodes, mm-hmm. and not necessarily even in order, but I can always tell based on the haircuts. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is like one of the earlier ones. Because when they do reruns, they're not always in order, mm-hmm. so you kind of get what you get. Yeah, and. It, I watched like a few in a row and I was like, this is very pleasant and yet very dated. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean, oh, it's because they were, you know, it, it took place in the mid 90s. There are certain jokes where you're like, oh, yeah, you don't make that joke. Totally. Anymore. Like politically you incorrect know? kind of thing. Politically incorrect or like a gay joke, yeah. or, you know, or something where it's like, oh, that used to be something that people laughed at, perhaps uncomfortably, mm-hmm. but now you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just funny scenarios where it's like there was like a miscom between two characters and it all has to do with the fact that like no one had cell phones yet yeah and you're like this is just not a modern problem Mm -hmm. like this episode just wouldn't have happened because we all have modern technology now and so like the joke is is lost in the abyss somewhere so it was um listen i i still like the show i i find it very comforting but it's also like yeah you know people who work in a coffee shop being able to afford like a really luxurious apartment mm-hmm. and all that stuff like none of it really makes a lot of sense 
But uh, but yes, I I had a little fun strolling down memory lane. Nice. Um, you know, uh, it is true. A lot of those shows, there's like How I Met Your Mother, and then there's like The New Girl. Yeah, they have like really dope apartments, and they are in and out of work. And yeah, a lot of it is un- isn't very believable, but... I think it's interesting that you bring up that it's dated beyond the fact that it's from the 90s because that was a long time ago. I mean, that was over 30 was. years ago. So I just think I never really thought, obviously, the cell phone thing definitely dates things. But um, but yeah, d- definitely the writing is a bit old school. Um, yeah, it's, that's pretty interesting. God, it's funny how that show seemed like, I mean, seemed like yesterday I was watching it like as a teenager. Oh yeah, there's um there was a um and on Friends for anybody who didn't watch the show religiously, there were some like very, you know, high profile people who would do like a little cameo, right? Yeah. Like Brad Pitt while he was married to Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. was like in a few episodes. Bruce Willis was in a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, Tom Selleck was uh um, That's right. uh Monica's boyfriend for a little mm-hmm. while, right? And so it was like and I had just kind of forgotten about that. <laughs> ran into one of the Bruce Willis episodes and the whole thing about him is that he's someone's dad that someone else is dating on the show mm-hmm. and so he's just sort of like very stone-faced and like you know the dad who's disapproving and I was like I forgot about this that's funny and it was like kind of a big deal at the time because Friends was so popular that stars wanted to be on Friends oh, like yeah. it was like a cool thing to sort of like elevate yourself and you know however briefly totally yeah I know that's a trip yeah, I, I have a question for you, Sarah. I actually wanted to ask you at the top of the show. Um, I know how you don't like hugs. Well, I don't hate them. Don't I just hate don't them. like hugging strangers. Yeah, like, okay, so that whole thing where, I mean, we're such a, like, a friendly culture in a lot of ways. And when, yeah, you meet someone and it's maybe a business meeting and then they hug you. Like, a lot of people do that. They're very huggy. And I might be a little more huggy than you are. Um, but do you feel like nowadays, because of the pandemic you feel kind of better that your personal space is like no longer like out there, like up for grabs. Sometimes <laughs> you're like, I mean, listen, I I'm not, it's not like I'm in so many social situations these days. Yeah. It, you know, I'm not going to hug the cashier at the grocery store <laughs> Why not? anytime, you know, pre pandemic or post, but I have definitely had moments where I was like, Oh, there's going to be no pressure to hug. Yeah. Because if they were to, I'd be like, Whoa, can't do that mm-hmm. we're wearing masks <laughs> so yeah there there have definitely been times where i'm like it's kind of nice not to have that like awkward like do we or don't we type i thing. didn't never liked that either super awkward yeah so i um i have had a pretty good week nothing too major to complain about i'm really enjoying my christmas tree <laughs> that's, that's, that's a relief i know well i'm like gosh do i have enough content for the show because uh normally i would just complain no, just kidding um uh no but i i do have one thing to complain about and that is <laughs> dealing with the post office a week before christmas during a pandemic is a very big first world nightmare i'm telling you um mm. you know it's funny because i i'm kind of i really am into birthdays i'll get presents for people on special days but Christmas just feels a little it doesn't have that much meaning to me and I have a couple people in my life who just it means a lot to them and so I need to get them presents in the mail and so I I had to go I just did not have a choice and we're doing a secret Santa thing and the easy thing to do is to kind of ship something from Amazon or or another website and just like have them wrap it and ship it but there's something really 
much more intimate when you wrap it and you package mm. it and you go to the post office. It's that effort that I think you are a better person than me, girlfriend. <laughs> I know that's not happening. I know it's tough, and and we. <laughs> I don't even have a pen. Like, I'm gonna get wrapping paper and tape. No kidding. Well, you. This would have been. You might have had like a total panic attack and like had to go gone to the hospital with the experience that I had. So I went <laughs> oh, to gosh. this place down the street. It's not even a post office. It's actually kind of a glorified post place. It, you can do FedEx, UPS, USPS, and they kind of give you all the rates. And you can kind of decide what you want to do. It's actually kind of a nice place. Um, I decided to go over there. You usually pay a little bit more, but pay a tiny bit of more of a premium. But I feel like it's often worth it because you often don't have the long lines and it's they, they make it kind of easier for you. But it was a total nightmare when I went the other day. I waited in a long line. Um, I basically lost an hour of my life that I'll never get back. Never even ended up sending the packages after that whole hour. Um, so I'm waiting in line. Um, I'm, I've been told twice that standing in line, we're, we've got little markers on the ground that say stand six feet apart, which I totally get. Totally cool. But you know, you have to wear your mask while you're in the line outside, like on public property. And it just, it, it, it was like this militant vibe where it's like, you know, you got to pull your mask is like slightly falling off your nose and you have to like pull it back up and they're telling you to do this and they're calling me ma'am and all this stuff. So by the time I get to the front of the line, I'm like a little, I'm, I, I have like a slight like uptick in my blood pressure. And so mm-hmm. people in front of me were like grandmas with like big bags of wrapped gifts, but they hadn't bought boxes yet or boxed them up yet. So it's kind of like everything's taking a really long time. I get to the front of the line and I have two boxes and they're both wrapped like beautifully. Like I did, I spent like time on these things. Like I wrapped them with cool paper and was artistic and like did all these things to them, the glitter and whatnot. And the woman was so patronizing and it was going to cost me like 60 bucks for each package. And I thought, this is insane. There's no way. Like it's so, they're so light. Like what, but what like, the hell? Why, like why? Well, because it was FedEx and because they made me feel like I was never going to get these packages. And this was like a week ago. They made me feel like I was never going to get them to them by Christmas. And so I was nervous. And so I think that they, it's, it's like they're, they're, you're paying a premium to make sure it gets there before Christmas. Yeah. Um, the, I needed proof of my address for this FedEx thing. So I had to go out to my car. I mean, it was this whole crazy rigmarole what? in the that end. Sounds no, it was not, ridiculous. That sound right. No, yeah. it wasn't right. And so what I had to do with one of my gifts is I had to unwrap the whole thing. I oh. ruined my whole artistic creation and had to put it in another box, but it ended up cutting like $2 off of it. It was just the most bullshit thing. Why couldn't you put the wrapped gift in another box? Because it, it was going to cost me like 60, 70 bucks. It was insane. Oh, and so I, I basically, so weird. I, I made a whole scene and I had like wrapping paper all over the ground and I had to like <laughs> ca- ca- limp out of there with two. <laughs> People are covered in glitter. Oh no, it's insane. And I, I literally, <laughs> I was just like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to the post office. And I like dragged my stuff out, threw it in the trunk and it was all like ripped up. Oh, wait. So you weren't at the post No, it was, it's kind of like a glorified post place. It's called Post Haste. Oh, okay. And they normally right. make it really easy for you. But this time, I think they were really like feeding off of people's fears that you couldn't get it there on time. And But the next day, I go to the post office. And yeah, granted, I had to wait in line. But it cost me like 10 bucks each package. And it got mm. there today. So I'm like, 
this is some bullshit. Anyway, oh wow, don't yeah. do it. I'm never doing it again. I don't care what it's for. I will get the place that I buy the presents. I will get them to wrap them and send them on time because it just wasn't worth it. I mean, it's it's such like a stressful thing for what, you know, to that's, feed that's this. Why- yeah crazy christmas machine i don't know just really frustrating it's why i have some friends who are really good at like buying and selling clothes you know like the poshmark folks yeah you know that kind of secondhand thing like hey this leather jacket i'm never gonna wear again Mm -hmm. or it doesn't fit me anymore like i can make like a hundred bucks yeah and i'm like you know (laughs) sarah who doesn't own a pen is like yeah but then i have to like go to the post office and like like put things in like you know, like wrap them and like write out something like, and like, like address, like it's so much for me that I often just end up eating money because I'm like, yeah, the shipping and receiving part of life, not my jam. However, it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned the post office because I have a post office that's actually quite near me. It's just down the road a little bit and it's a local post office. So, I mean, they're not doing anything crazy, but it's never really been, and I don't go in there that often. Like I went in there because I wanted like certified mail when I mailed off my tax returns, mm-hmm. you know, and there've been a, you know, a little, a couple things here and there. We had Airbnb guests who were here a couple of weeks ago and they had gotten a couple of things delivered here while they were staying here. Mm-hmm. Cause they were here for like a little bit more than a week, which was totally fine. And then they ordered a couple of things on Amazon and forgot to change the address and it reverted to the last one that they used. So it came here. Oh shit. And the woman said very nicely to me, I'm so sorry. Like, it's like a couple Christmas gifts for my kids. It, like, it's, it, they aren't worth a lot of money, but like, I now don't have time to like reorder them. Can you just send them to me? And I was like, yeah, I can. I mean, Should, it's yeah. mildly annoying to me, but like, I can do that. You know, let's be in the spirit. Shit happens. Shit happens. And yeah, it was like, like it kind of came in like a strange oblong box. And so I took it out of the box because I was like, oh, we have to rewrap them anyway at the post office, right? So I go in there and I had the box and I like threw it in the garbage just outside the post office because it was garbage outside. And I go in and I, I walk up to the front. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people that you would hate to be behind. And I'm like, hi, I'd like to send these. I have the address on my phone. And the guy's like, where's your box? And I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. Do you have one? He's like, not this size. Like, there's like a weird size. And I'm like, well, I have the one I like threw in the trash like two seconds ago. I'll go get that. And he's like, okay. And then so I go back up and he's like, you haven't wrapped it though. Like you need like plastic, like tape. Like you have to like wrap it. Like we don't do that. So I, d- so in the back of the post office where there's like various like folders and like weird boxes that wouldn't have worked for me or whatever. I like wrap it up with some tape and then I, you know, I fill out a thing and I go back up to, and no one was there. So like the line wasn't an issue. There's was just like, no one was there when I was there, but he's like, this is priority express. Like, do you know how much you're going to pay for this? Like, do you really like you need it to be delivered by Christmas? Like, do you really want to pay like $40? And I was like, no. Oh, what? I thought, I mean, where are the other labels? And he's like, no, no, let me just give you a couple stickers. And you like put the addresses on those. And I was like, okay, well, how was I supposed to know that then? So I do that. And then he's like, he kind of like rings me up for stuff. And, and I was like, well, what's this charge? And he's like, for the tape that you use. And I was like, oh, is that not free? <laughs> he goes, no, you have to buy it. You have to buy the tape. Like the t- like the, a roll of, you know, like that like yeah. clear tape for boxes is like four bucks. And I'm like, 
Oh, well, okay. Not the end of the world, but like I literally like took it off the wall and just used it and left it <laughs> thinking it was like, oh, it's like, you know, you're at a post office because I'm an idiot. So yeah, it all worked out in the end, but boy, I mean, talk about, talk about amateur hour. I, I smell like a little mockumentary about Sarah, you know, just going to the post office, just, you know. <laughs> just use, using things. <laughs> Writing addresses down on the wrong pieces of paper, you know, and I'm like, hi, help me. And they're like, what do you think this is, a FedEx office? That's great. Yeah, uh, I yeah. definitely um, try to avoid the post office. In fact, I have a package waiting for me, uh, but I don't want to wait in the line to get it because everyone's trying to send things still. Well, good times. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. So, I mean, I don't know how much more uplifting this will be, but... If you follow tech news at all, some of you do, I know, but if you don't, uh, you might have missed that there have been several very high profile IPOs, mm -hmm. meaning initial, initial public offerings of, of tech companies. Airbnb, a company that Heather and I use quite frequently is one of those. DoorDash is another. Poshmark is another. Uh, Bumble just uh, confidentially uh, uh, filed for an IPO, which is a dating app, which I have used, you know, so I have, you know, I have some thoughts on that. But um, there have, you know, what that means, you know, for anyone's like, who cares, is a lot of people who are initial investors in these companies end up getting payouts. And then the public is now allowed to uh, invest in the company. Mm -hmm. And if the company does well, then as a shareholder, as part of the public, you also benefit. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a tech company. All companies uh, that are publicly traded work this way. And that's all fine and good. But in the tech sector specifically, and this, there have been many waves of this where it's like, oh, Twitter goes public. And then like lots of people I know become like millionaires or billionaires, depending on how, you know, early stage they were in the company or how much they invested in the company when it was kind of nothing. And the list goes on. I mean, I could I could go on and on about it, but there have been, uh, you know, there, there's there's been a more more recent wave, um, and there are a lot of economic reasons that people think that companies are going public because investor money is drying up and blah blah blah. And a lot of this is somewhat boring for the end user, but what it means for me is that a lot of people that I know, um, and many and many of them were already savvy investors, so they had a lot of money anyway, or just like, oh, you have like 80 million more dollars now? <laughs> oh, cool. Like, I can't say bad for you. It's like, good for you. But I'm like, I'm like trying to pay off the IRS and it might take me like five to six years. <laughs> so, wow, you know, um, again, you're great. You're really savvy, but it's kind of like, it takes money to make money mm -hmm, sometimes. It does. You know, like I would like to invest in a company early stage. Mm -hmm. I would like to have been able to exercise um, stock options at some startups that I worked at before. But it's like, again, it takes money to be able to get that money back in spades later. And so when you don't have any money, you're like, oh, I just can't participate at all. So you just kind of watch certain people just rack up the bucks. And I am not saying that that makes anybody a bad person no. and people do all sorts of things with money. Sure. You might like buy a private plane, but you also might put a lot of money into charity sure. or do like philanthropic work. And you know, that is, there is no judgment on my part to, to anybody by, by talking about this, but 
there is also some jealousy. Oh yeah, for sure. I know I've, I have some friends that um, are in that same uh, boat or a yacht, if you, if you will. Um, yeah. And it's funny. I feel like I do have some friends who I can tell that they kind of like to tell you about it because they know, like, I feel like there's, there's a little, little proud peacock little stuff bit going of on. bragging going on. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of frustrating, especially right now with, you know, just the way the world is, it, it's not good to flaunt that stuff, especially now. A lot of people are really struggling and I just think that, I don't know, it's just, it just seems really tone deaf to me. Yes, it, it is. And I mean, the whole idea of like, listen, if you're in something to make some money, to get a, to get a, a payback for, for a company or a vision, you know, et cetera, that you believe in, that's why you did it in the first place. Sure. And if you do it right, great. Yeah. I mean, that is the end goal. And nobody should fault you for that. But it is a strange time to be like, oh, you're flying private yeah. to the East Coast yeah. tomorrow? Cool. That must have cost you like 30 grand. <laughs> I know. It's just like, it just seems like <laughs> such a waste of money, you know? It's like, give that 30 grand to someone who can't get enough food on the table. I don't know. I, I think it's hard. I think you get to a certain point when you don't think about that stuff as much because maybe you just don't have to and you're above it and you're beyond it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle. That's for sure. And you got to keep up that lifestyle and you know, it's, and I, I've always, you know, I, I know a lot of people who have a lot more money than me and they're, you know, I mean, if someone's my friend, they're my friend because they're cool. And, and, you know, we don't, we're not always equals financially, but we're friends and that's fine. And, uh, anybody who I've been close enough to talk to about stuff like this, because, you know, money can be, sure. you, know, you know, you don't always want to talk about money with people. It's sort of, you know, it's just uncouth. But uh, they'll say, uh, no, you just have like other problems. Mm-hmm. It's like a different echelon of exactly. like problems that you have because problems don't go away with money. And I always kind of go like, chuckle, chuckle. I'm sure that's true. However... <laughs> You can pay your taxes, so shut up. Yeah, well, it's like, but uh, but yes, yeah, it's like it's all relative. It is relative because like you're paying, I don't know, you're paying an insane amount of money for your kid's private school, but then you might not decide to do that if you don't have that kind of money. So yeah, you're right. Problems do alter um, depending on your circumstances. I don't know. It's a weird time to be flaunty, I guess. Speaking of the opposite of flaunty, um, this <laughs> is a, a a show that you recommended to me, Sarah. I want to give you credit for this. I probably would have stumbled upon it at some point because I love HBO, but it was a little hidden and I I didn't know about it. Um, And it's something that really soothes my soul. And it's the antithesis of glamorous. I mean, it's completely anti-glamour. It is uh, called How To With John Wilson. Um, it's it's a mini series, so it's only six episodes, which I love. I, I, I could go on and on about how much I love a good mini series, um, almost more than a real series in a way. I think I'm surprised there aren't more of them out there. But it's a really interesting show. Um, it's essentially sort of a anthropological study of human behavior and like foibles. It's a bit like a, do- a nature documentary, but the narration is a little more kind of like stumbling. It's not like uh, David Attenborough. It's not like yeah. really sharp like his narration. It's a lot more kind of like quirky. Um, but it's a filmmaker who is a guy who actually used to was editing for a private eye. And he did a lot of infomercials. He was like the camera op for a lot of infomercials that had to do with like processed meat. <laughs> I don't know how he got into that business, but that's this, this guy. He lives in Queens. He, you know, he's kind of like in his third, mid-30s. 
And apparently it took him two years to shoot this random B-roll all over the city. So it's essentially like just real life footage of like humans on the streets of New York doing whatever they're doing. You know, maybe someone has a jacket over their head and they're sleeping in the park. Maybe someone is feeding pigeons. Maybe, you know, someone's taking a selfie, eating a big pretzel with a selfie stick. You know, there's just like funny, awkward human moments that sort of portray like how kind of wacky like humans are. And I find it interesting because I I was thinking the first episode that I saw, I'm like, how did he do this? Because he must have shot this B-roll for a long time and apparently it took him two years. And then he kind of wrote to it or the writers wrote to it. So like the, the, the story kind of unfolds naturally when you look at the B-roll. It's like, what can this story be? So I think instead of having a story and writing it and then going out and shooting it, I think it was the other way around. It's like he yeah. shot stuff and then kind of wrote to it, which I think is interesting. Very observational humor, which I love. And I, it immediately spoke to me. And I think in this time... This show in particular feeds my soul because of how microscopic it is on like the human, you know, human existence. And so it's very simple. Sim- simple but poignant. Definitely. Simple but poignant. And I love this one kind of piece of narration. He said like he, one of his episodes was about small talk. And he said, small talk is the glue that binds us all together and the armor that shields us from each other's darkest thoughts. So it has a great deadpan humor to it he had an entire episode to scaffolding all the scaffolding that goes up and down and stays for 20 years in new york and you know memory how how things come and go how his favorite bar turned into a bank and you know he kind of takes the piss out of that the shots are really intimate um he's, he's literally spying on you and i don't know how he they got the rights to some of this footage so i wonder about because he's he's I don't think he's getting people to sign releases. So from a producer standpoint, I'm I'm kind of questioning <laughs> like, yeah, how I, is this legal? I've thought the same thing. I mean, Heather and I both have, have uh, are uh, intimately familiar with getting releases signed and how that isn't always easy. And yeah, shooting people in public places for the most part, you can get away with that. Yeah. But um, if you watch the show how to um and by the way heather i'm so glad you like it i knew you would like it immediately because when i started watching i was like oh this is weird but it's also adorable like it's just it's just it's just right yeah it's so good um but uh but yeah this he is definitely going beyond just like oh i like i don't know like ran my camera for a couple hours of some people Mm -hmm. eating pretzels in the park it's it's like it's almost like um Borat type stuff, but he's not Borat. making fun of anybody. And no. Borat's whole thing is, if you you know seen the Borat movies, it's like that he's interviewing people that don't realize that he's making fun of them. Mm-hmm. And you can either like that style or not. I tend to not really because I hate it when people are like being made fun of outside yeah. of their knowledge, no matter who they are. But this is not that. This is no. this kind of like, you know, just like nice guy would yeah. like you know who's thoughtful and 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 super nerdy mm-hmm. who's like trying to like make some sense of the world and and exactly. it's largely based in new york city so there's a yeah. little bit of like a homage to you know the beauty of new york or or the former beauty kind yeah. of thing too or the garbage but, of new york i mean that, or all, like the all dirty of streets. yeah 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 no he's he's super clever and it's it's an interesting model because it's you're right it's not there i don't know of anything else out there it's a bit you would it's not mockumentary it's documentary but it's definitely 
um, like he's spying on, you know, humans doing their everyday stuff. And you can really relate to it, which I think is why I love it so much. But one of the episodes that I wanted to call out, I think you saw the whole series. I've only seen three episodes, but one of them is, is about the Mandela effect, which I didn't really know much about. And it's this, if you guys don't know what that is, it's essentially like a phenomenon where like a group of people remember something differently than how it actually occurred. And then yeah. there's all these conspiracy theorists and then apparently he goes off to like this convention about it. There's a whole convention in Idaho where they think it's like proof of an, an alternate universe and all this stuff and like the matrix and this blew and my mind. we don't mind. want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's some, let me just mention there are some products and some IPs from like the 80s, not just from the 80s, but stuff that we grew up with, like maybe a cereal brand or a brand of like food that you you knew was spelled in a certain way or you knew that it was from like, you know, this company and it wasn't. And, you know, it, it's, it's like you look at the box and you're like, I thought it was this brand, but it's not. And so... <laughs> or you thought that such and such character had sunglasses on or but it but in fact it doesn't did it ever have it or is that just our memory like what what is it right yeah and why do what, so many people have the same wrong memory exactly and so it's it is hilarious i mean i highly highly recommend it again it's on hbo and he he has a website um that he uh, apparently this is how it kind of started out it's called johnsmovies.com j-o-h-n-s movies one word.com and he has a lot of his like little shorter films on there and this is where it kind of started um but he he writes down every single thing he does every day because he has a terrible memory and he has all these books that have grids in them and every single block is a day of like i woke up i ate cereal like every single thing he did and he's it's it is staggering looking at these things. It's like makes you dizzy. But he is a very quirky, interesting guy. Highly recommend. I think it'll probably cheer y'all up. I think so too. Yes, uh, as you mentioned, Heather, you're like halfway through. It's only six episodes, so you know it's it's an, you can blow through it in a weekend easily. Yeah. I have finished it. The last episode, and I won't even tell you a darn thing about it. Uh, but it's it is very touching. And I, you know, I kind of, when I started, because some friends of mine uh, were, were like, ah, oh, this is great. And at first I was like, ooh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wasn't, you know, it was, it was sort of that it's late at night. I, my my attention span wasn't quite right. And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on with the show. Mm-hmm. And I gave it another go. And then I was like, okay, I get this. This is actually really fun and adorable. And it, it, it ended where I was like, John Wilson, I love you. Aww, I just want to so give you excited. a hug, even though I hate hugging. I'll hug you. You know, it's funny. I want to binge the whole thing, and my boyfriend's like, "Let's just." He really likes it too. He, I've, I've. I mean, he's he like wants laughing to out savor loud. It. He wants to savor it, and I'm like, "Oh, I just want to," because I heard that the last one is about like the pandemic, because he shot it like in March or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, of this it's year. Pretty current. So yeah, I'm really excited to finish it. But that's what I'm uh, indulging in right now, Sarah. Well, I'm so glad. And anybody else who either has seen How To With John Wilson or wants to binge and get back to us, a great place to do it is in our Discord. If you're not part yep. of our Discord community, boy, would we like you to be part of it because 
We talk about lots of stuff on the back channel that has to do with the show, but also just has to do with life in general. And mm -hmm. we learn a lot about you. So you're not just only listening to us. It's it's a, very much a community thing. If you're wondering, well, how do I get involved? I, uh, that sounds really fun. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can take a look at various tiers that we offer for our community for you to help us keep the show going because it really is a community effort. Um, and Discord is one of those tiers. So if you're interested, please peruse patreon.com slash have such a good day. And we thank you in advance to anybody who's a patron. Yep. Uh, this is true, Sarah. All, all the truth. <laughs> all, all, all true things. <laughs> By the way, um, you know, I, I don't want to get too um, into nepotism here, but my mom, Linnell Lane, is a new patron of the show. Yay, she was a previous Linnell. patron. And yes, those of you have been who have been with us for a while know that we did a little pause right around the first of the year, <laughs> pre-pandemic, weirdly enough, because Heather and I were both kind of, we were relocating and we were like, let's just... You know, let's not promise stuff that we can't we deliver until we coming. can deliver it. Yeah, like we, we we just needed we needed to regroup a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so so I believe my mom was sort of like, oh, OK, I just won't be a patron anymore because mm -hmm. they're not doing a show. Totally normal. And that might be you, by the way, if you're listening yep. and you were like, oh, yeah, the whole patron thing is something that I used to do. Please revisit if possible, because we'd love to have you on board. And there are fun perks uh, involved in doing that. Yeah, super fun stuff. And we, you know, you, you can email us, hi at have such a good day .com. You can send us a any kind of message, even an audio message would be really cool. We kind of just want to hear your voices. I want to know what's bothering you. What special moment have you had lately? A random deep thought, a deep, dark secret, perhaps? Whatever you yeah. want to tell us, um, you can even say, you know what? I don't want you to put it on the show. Don't use my we'll name. Keep it. Yeah. We won't use right. your name. Maybe we use your first name or your initials. But um, you let us know. Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com. We want to hear from you. Yeah, that would be super fun. I mean, you don't have to. Like, I mean, don't go nuts if you don't want to. But if you want to, we are here then to go listen. nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's as you know, Heather and I kind of, you know, we covered... Everything under the sun on the show. It runs uh, the gamut. It really does. And we like it that way. And we love the folks that are on board who also like that. And mm -hmm. we hope to have more of you. And we really thank everybody who's helped us out thus far. And, and, and we hope that you'll stick with us. So, you know, just... I'm all, you know, I, I feel like I'm hugging a Christmas tree right now. I'd just be like, thank you, everybody. <laughs> See, I could not hug my Christmas tree. The one negative about cutting down a Christmas tree from your yard is the needles are legit pointy. And when I, when I was, I had to put gardening gloves on when I uh, put my have ornaments you, have on. Have you not had a tree in your house ever? Oh, no, I have. But this one in particular, th this is something that we cut from the yard. I didn't get it from like a Christmas tree farm. So it's, it's like, um... I don't know if it's a Sitka spruce, but it has pointier needles than what mm, I'm used to mm -hmm. getting from a farm. And I think farmed trees aren't as pointy because they, they're like Douglas firs or whatever they are. But this tree this is a different a tree. tree. It's a beautiful tree, but it's, oh man, it's like hurts. So I have to put gardening gloves to decorate it, but it's super cute. Yeah, I... um. I definitely love this community. It uh, really is um, a wonderful thing. And we would like to have hundreds and hundreds of more of you guys around to keep us we company. We really would. Yeah, and, and just real quick, I mean, if you haven't gone to our Patreon in a while, patreon.com slash have such a good day. I mean, one of our goals is we'd like to do more shows. Yeah. You know, if, if you love the show and you're like, it would be kind of cool to like 
have like two of these shows per week, we'd mm-hmm. love to do it. We would do uh, it. But we need a certain amount of patrons in order to feel like, okay, this is something that enough people want so we're not just being too self-indulgent. So, so definitely, you know, g- give it a thought. And we know it's the holidays and people are busy and money is tight. And we just love that anyone who's listening right now is listening. And uh, we thank you so much. Hey, gift have such a good day to your your best buddy that you think uh, might enjoy it, might cheer him up. Um, Very true. But, but you know, that's a good point, Sarah. We, we're always evolving. And yeah, this year has been somewhat stagnant, but we do have goals and we have a lot of plans that we um, want to hatch on this show. Um, and we can only do it with your help. So thank you so much. Okay, we've said too much. Yay, I know, I know. <laughs> gush, 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 and the gushing is over. Just like my plumbing situation from last week. The gush has been fixed. The floodgates oh are open. Oh, so uh, now they're closed at your house. The floodgates are now in the appropriate gates <laughs> instead of just, you know, I don't even know where it was going, didn't even ask, but... Boy, was it not good. Um, Shout out to the plumbers out there. You're the best. Yay, plumbers. Yeah, no, we really need to thank the plumbers. That's a, it's a tough job, but. I'm I'm telling you, I I know there are a lot of hard jobs out there, but boy, being a plumber is really up there. Uh, And I don't even want to show all y'all what my house looks like in a specific part of my yard that had to be dug up to figure out the plumbing situation and subsequently fix it but it did happen and now I get to uh, annoy Heather by asking her about all the perennials that I should plant in the area that had been dug up which now is sort of just a bunch of clay looking dirt exactly it'll be fun I I love this kind of stuff because I've learned a lot this year and I really enjoy doing it and it's 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 like a whole realm that's like new and full of knowledge and I kind of love it. But I, I wore my fuzzy sweater today, which is my birthday sweater, my favorite sweater. And I thought I would just like dress up for you guys. Even though you don't see us on camera, you can just Well, you look very it. cute. I can <laughs> see you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Heather's got a fuzzy sweater. She's got her like cool, like baby Cuban chain link necklace. Yep. Looks like you took a shower today. I, I, I mean, step you're it doing up. I washed well. my hair. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, spoiler, I did not wash my hair today, but I did take a shower. I'm not a monster. No, you were not a monster. I didn't, I'm, I don't wear makeup anymore. That's, that's actually a good thing from the pandemic for me is I don't have to deal with wearing makeup. I'm like au natural uh, now. One of my, uh, one of my, the secrets to my success, uh, <laughs> Tell success us, Sarah. again, depends on, you know, what, I'm not a millionaire, but um, when I started wearing glasses earlier this year, because I was like, I legit can't see. Mm-hmm. I can't see anymore. You know, I have to like read spreadsheets. I can't see. Mm-hmm. So I started wearing glasses and like, they're not like fancy glasses or anything, but there are like a variety of readers that you can get at, you know, various like pharmacies and stuff, you know, where I'm like, I know what my, you know, 2.5 X, that's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the bigger the glasses are, you know, because I have kind of a small face overall. Mm-hmm. I, you can't see if I'm even like wearing mascara under them. No. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Like, so you're I not think wear, it matters. Now? I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing a little makeup because I did another show earlier today. But I mean, no, my eyes have nothing on them. No, they kind of look like they do. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, it's because I'm just so naturally beautiful. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like, dude, I mean, the, with the glasses, like if I was taking them on and off all the time, like mm-hmm. maybe I'd, you know, be a little bit more self-conscious, you know, because I try to look nice. Sure. 
but you can get away with a lot. You know, it's like face masks, eyeglasses. We're oh, good. I'm telling you, I, I can just, it doesn't even matter. But you know, most of the men that I've gone out with have preferred me without makeup, which I think is interesting. I'm grateful well, for that. It's also like, that's very nice. Um, and, and it's true. It's true that there are a lot of people who feel that way, you yeah. know, like the, you know, less is more kind of thing. The thing that I love the most is like, oh, you look so young. Like you wouldn't need like Botox or anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, her, her, her jokes on you. <laughs> the reason you think that is because I get it. So, <laughs> you know, like, so there you have it. Sarah's deep, dark secret. Now we want yours. Man, I'm 44 years old. I mean, y'all should know by now. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a, I'm getting a little forehead crease tuned out here and there. But, uh, but yeah, I know. I need, I need to jump on that bandwagon. I think Sarah. Well, you know, it's, it's all in good time. All in good time. <laughs> well, right. uh, with that, let's wrap up the show because uh, I think we're all pretty much done. We are. This show is, 80, episode 80. Take this a is, second. Yeah, we're that. so I think the next time you'll hear us will be just after Christmas. Yes. And so, hey, for all those who celebrate, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry and Christmas happy holidays. and Merry Xmas, however you say it. Yeah, and and just to anybody who's you know just looking for some love and companionship, we hope that we added a little bit to to yours and this has been a real weird holiday season and mm -hmm. it's probably not going to get any less weird anytime soon but I know that this is a can be a tough time of year it certainly mm -hmm. is for me yeah so yeah but you know thanks for being part of our community we love y'all and we're yeah. here for you and uh hang in there it, it's it's going to get better there is light at the end of the tunnel just a matter of when it's so hang true. tough hang tough and listen if you love the show we'd love a rate or review on apple podcasts um you can listen to the show any way you like but Apple Podcasts is one of the best ways for us to get a little bit more visibility. So if you got a minute, we'd really appreciate it. And thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. Well, until next week. So we will be prepping our big uh, New Year's Eve party. Uh, not, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see you after Christmas. And yes, have will. a wonderful one, whatever you are doing. If you're sitting in front of the fire. And hanging out with your pets, because that's what I'll Washing a little Yule log. Yes. I mean, I'm with you, brothers Charlie and Brown sisters. Christmas. Yeah, that too. Oh, I love that. Oh, gosh. Now I'm going to cry. All right, so wherever you are, and whenever you're listening to us, we hope you have such a good day. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.